Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group. You can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Art McPherson, you know, the news over the past week has been the new COVID variant, and they're starting to shut down travel again to, you know, international travel. And it also affected the market. Like, is this something we need to be seriously keep an eye on again? Or what are you hearing? Well, the markets will because the market does not like, and that's why we had the big Friday where it went down 900 points. Mm-hmm. Um, the market doesn't like the fact that restrictions are going to restrict business or restrict travel. That's money. So if the governments of the world are going to start shutting down again, the United States finally opened up uh, on COVID and we're doing international travel, international flights again. But now if all that becomes to a grinding halt, that means there's a lot of lost revenue, a lot of lost money. So that is why the market will react to those type of news stories. That number is 321-425-8550. I do want to talk a little bit about inflation because supply chains disruptions could mean a brutal winter for the markets, as we've been talking about, which could also uh, suffer from heightened uncertainty. That's the word from Citigroup CEO Jane Frazier. She tells Yahoo Finance, despite all this, she's still very optimistic. We're certainly having episodic inflation, unquestionably. The questions, therefore, does this become something more sustained? We won't know till next year. I don't think it will become a, a big issue, but it certainly is something that's going to be choppy for the next while, and it won't be helped if the U.S. debt ceiling situation doesn't get resolved on a more timely basis. Luke McCarty, despite all these conditions, consumers, we're still opening our wallets. We're still accepting these higher prices. We've been talking about it today. So do you call caution any of your clients about this kind of frivolous spending, even though inflation is still out there? I would say not yet. I mean, we've had a, a weird year and a half, two years where people have not been able to spend money. And now when Art just mentioned, right, we're starting to open up the economy again before this Omicron variant that just came out, of course, last week. But people are ready to spend money. They are ready to travel. So even though inflation is high at 6%, um, it's not really going to change a lot of spending habits. Now, it changes some, of course, but from the bigger picture, I think, you know, we're still probably going to see a little bit higher inflation and it needs to be a little bit more higher for people to kind of stop that spending train. Yeah, we have a lot of unique things happening. Some of them are COVID related where we have supply chain interruptions. Some of them are related to COVID from a standpoint of people are moving. You know, we saw Tesla move from California to Texas Mm -hmm. um, because of taxes. And we've had people across this country doing the same thing. Um, We're seeing Florida is always what we call an infused state where we get more people moving into the state than leaving. But right now it's really one of the high infusion states and so is Texas. So we're seeing these, these states with low taxes or no taxes on state taxes being big recipients of these moves, but we're having lots of families move into our area. So housing supply is at very low amounts. Uh, We actually were Luke and Patrick from our office work. They're out in Vieira. Uh, Every week, Vieira has about 10 lots that they put on the market and there's about 50 families looking for those lots. So they literally have to put their name in a hat and hope and pray that they can get drawn just for the opportunity to purchase the dirt. Speaking to housing inflation, here's a good stat for you guys. So new home prices are up 18% over the last year. 10 years ago, the median home sold for 225,000. Guess what it is today? Uh, you said 10 years ago was 225? Mhm. Uh, I'm going to say 350. Higher. 425. 
Close. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> you win. You win. Uh, Four hundred eight thousand. So the average home ten years ago is two hundred twenty five thousand. The average home today is four hundred eight thousand. So your money just over the last ten years is not going as far as it used to. And we've had you know normal inflation over the last nine years. I would say so. If we see higher inflation, we're going to see home prices keep going up. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a big big stat. That's that's a concern going forward. Is how can we afford the next home? And a lot of people right now can't. So in ten years, do you think we'll have a pool finished in your backyard, or are we just kind of fingers <laughs> crossed? Hoping well, we'll see what inflation does to the. I locked in a 2020 <laughs> rate on my pool, so it's okay. <laughs> See, Postponed. you did it smart. You did it smart. Yeah. <laughs> he's making money on the fact that they're taking so long. So he's he's benefiting from their slowness because he doesn't have any of those cost up increases in his project, which is nice. Brilliant. And I think the value of his pool has probably gone up 20 grand just since he started the project. <laughs> so, you know, his his home equity yeah. is jumping more and more every day. So Luke's going to be able to turn that into dollars one day if he wants to. I don't know. Well, that it gold. depends on if he wants to go through the hassle of moving. Right now, it would be very difficult to do because he would have to put his name in one of those hats. Well, the, yes. the fact that he has yeah. gold-plated lining at the bottom of the pool, that might have something. <laughs> <laughs> 321-425-8550. If you have questions about you know, how is inflation going to affect me, not just through the end of 2021, but moving into 2022. Luke McCarty, quick question. So we talk about, we invite the clients to come in and sit down and have that first initial conversation. Tell me a, a story about what's the most damage that you've seen to a portfolio that you had to clean up. Somebody came in and said, look, I just, I need someone to make some adjustments and, you know, help me out, get back on the right path. Can you tell me off the top of your head, a good story of someone who had too much here, not enough there, and you help get them right on the path? Sure. Yeah. So we've had a client recently come in with, you know, he was in his late sixties and he had a hundred percent of his portfolio, all of his net worth, basically in the S and P 500. So when we do a back test on that and say, okay, what happened in 2008 to your portfolio? So if we go through another 2008, 2009 event and you own 100% stocks at age 68, you could lose about 45% of all of your assets. So the light bulb went off for him when I told him that, hey, this this is a potential in the portfolio for you to lose that much money, right? If it's a million dollar portfolio, you could lose 450,000. Now is not the time to take that much risk, especially at his age. So just kind of seeing those plans that don't, it wasn't really a plan. It was, mm -hmm. hey, the market's doing good. I'm going to own stocks. Mm -hmm. Yes, the, it, that works while it's working. But as soon as it stops working, you're in trouble. Right. Right. And that's the one thing that Luke says a lot that I love. He's like, you know, you're going to win right now with being heavy into equities. You're going to win right now being 100% in stocks because the stock market has done great. Uh, but when we start getting volatility and we're starting to see it tick up a little bit, whether it's because of COVID, whether it's because the economy begins to slow down, whatever happens to make the market correct, you don't want all that money being correctable. So you want to try to mitigate that risk. So a lot of times what we're doing is we'll do an analysis on that. And in this example that Luke is giving, we do this every Every week. And, you know, a lot of times we'll have somebody come in and they have a 35%, 40%, 45% drawdown, and we can change that to about a 10 or 15% drawdown. So why would you take the 45% risk of losing 45% of your money if you only have to have it in a portfolio that could only lose 10 or 15% of your portfolio and make a similar returns. So it's about, you know, really protecting that money over the long term because this has to last for the rest of your retirement. So mm -hmm. this is not money that we can gamble with. The flip side of being 100% equities, 
we see people being 100% stable value, 100% bonds, 100% G fund in your TSP. Well, currently those are earning say one to 2% at the best. Well, inflation's 6%. So you're actually, you lost 4% on a safe investment potentially if you had bonds, stable value, G fund. So you need to be careful about that as well. So it's avoiding the big market turn down, but it's also you need to keep up with inflation. Yeah, one of the things we will do is we'll do an analysis is we call it an efficient frontier. And if you look at a very conservative portfolio, you'll see the risk is high. And a lot of times people are like, how is that risky? Because you're inflation, you're not keeping pace with inflation. So the value of your money is actually losing. Like what Luke was talking about earlier, housing went from 250,000 to 400,000 in a 10 year period. Well, inflation was about two and a three percent during that period so the value of your dollar didn't diminish that much but what happens if it's six or seven percent over the next 10 years you better have it invested in a way that it can outpace inflation and pay you income so that 10 years from now you can still afford to live like you can today thanks for listening want more from art mcpherson of mcpherson financial group find us online at artofmoneyradio.com we are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 74725. Today's show has been a work of art.